There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast where Port Salut crew, I'm just in the middle of lubing up my hands. It, they <laughs> are very, very, very dry today. We oh my goodness. We must point out... He's using hand cream. There's no lube involved. I'm not delivering a cow. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not moonlighting as a vet today. There isn't some sort of examination going on live while we, while we record the podcast. But the best thing for Slew Crew, the best thing was... Sarah's in stirrups. (laughs) Just pop your foot up here, madam. Let's have a little look what's been going on. was Jules completely frictionless with the hand cream trying to press record on the microphone because it is, it, you have to sort of slide it down the, the, to, to get it going and it was like <laughs> and I tell you why Sarah I tell you mm, why mm. I'm particularly lubing up my hands today I I'm on, I'm a bit jet lagged today and I like I haven't been anywhere my day oh. has just started an hour earlier Sure. So my PT was like, instead of quarter past eight, which is our usual session, can you do quarter past seven? So therefore, which was, I said to him, like, don't expect any coordination. But yeah. because of that... <laughs> don't I'm expect me to myself. turn up. <laughs> I'll <laughs> yeah. just pay. I won't be there. <laughs> I'll be an hour late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but also my calluses, my calluses. Oh. I keep telling him... My hands are not meant to lift these really, really, really heavy weights. It really rips your hands. Oh, my gosh. You need the little gloves. You need the little fingerless gloves. You need the chalk, like the gymnasts Well, I used the chalk today. I did use the chalk um, because I get a bit slippy when the weight gets really heavy. But it's really hurt my hands. I was telling him that I'd been using... (laughs) I'd been using, like, an acid peel on my hands. And he was like... (laughs) what are you talking about? I was like, (laughs) what am I talking about? (laughs) Never mind. Look, the point is, my hands are very sensitive. Look at these hands. Look how soft they are. These are the hands that deliver tanning. That's what they do. They tan, you see. They don't lift. They don't move. They don't shove. They just lightly... Ever so lightly, they ever so lightly blend highlighter into the contours. <laughs> That's what they do. They ever so lightly moisturise, massage. That's what Movements they do. of feathers. That's what these fingers do. It's yeah. very gentle. Yeah. It's very gentle touch. <laughs> Have um, you ever seen a peacock shake its feathers? Because <laughs> that's my hands. <laughs> um, and also, the hands today 
it they will be voting. They will be voting in the yes. UK Port Salut crew. Mm, yeah. Today is um it is a, it's not a national election, it's like a local council voting, isn't it? Yeah. That, also, isn't it, Sarah? <laughs> it, 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 I believe so, yes, darling, I believe so. I mean I, you it really is the blind leading the blind over here. But um also we in in the London borough are voting for London Mayor as well. That is also on the ballot paper today. I didn't know until John told me last night that you've got to take your own pencil because of COVID. I didn't know. Take your own pencil. <laughs> yeah, you've got to take your own pencil to vote. Oh, I tell have... you, they need to up the voting game and make it tech friendly. This is, this is, a, I mean, this is, this is really the political edition of Jules yes. and Sarah. <laughs> I can't bring should... my own pencil. <laughs> but something that oh. has happened, Sarah, that I wanted mm. to tell you about was while we're talking about voting, I actually, Dutch came downstairs the other day to me at our front door with our local um, local MP talking Ooh. about issues in the town. And he'd just knocked on to, you know, introduce himself. And I've been like, well, I'll tell you a few issues that I've got actually with the way everything's <laughs> yes. run. I was like, <clears throat> I was like, the way that this town is run is for people in their 50s. There is no diversity. There's no youth. We need to sort this out. I was like... Dutch was like, I knew it got serious when you started telling him about Instagram and sponsored ads. And I was like, <laughs> I use Instagram. Write that down. Instagram. <laughs> and then, bless the guy, the guy obviously was like, I, I think I panicked him. I do think I panicked him with my, yeah. I don't want to say forcefulness. I think I'll use the word passion. Um, and he then started going, well, well, we do things for minorities. Like, we did have a gay pride. And I was like, right. And he was like, we had beer tents. And I was like, beer? <laughs> Gays don't drink beer at gay pride. I was like, you've got that all wrong for a start. I was like, you need some sort of champagne bar. I was Your like, drinks beer tents at gay pride. <laughs> I was like, what else did you have? A burger van? God. <laughs> Does, does, I came back in and Dutch was like, oh, you're going to be mayor, aren't you? You're going to be the mayor of this town. Oh, well, I would vote, darling. I will be out there. I will be pounding those pavements. I will be getting those signatures for you, darling. Get your sash. Get Jules your sash. Win. <laughs> Free sashes. Free sashes. Don't even get me started on the headshots that are being used in oh. our local um, through the door things. I mean... A soft light yeah. box wouldn't go amiss, guys. And Do you know a, what I mean? A, <laughs> and just button your shirt up. Just <laughs> <laughs> we've had one three because we've got the booklet. God, what if the candidates for London Mayor? I said he looks dead. I said, is that the best photograph? <laughs> they could have. He had a bobbly old scarf on. He looked awful. I said he could have picked the wrong day. He'd obviously gone in on headshot day and not well, realised. Oh, it looked, no. It didn't even look like headshot. It looked like, you know, when you have to go and visit a building and they're like, oh, can we just take a quick photo of you for security? And it's always <laughs> an absolutely diabolical photo. Oh, from photograph. the worst angle oh. ever. It's like, have you not got a ring light in here? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll have to go to the bathroom then. I'll just have to completely retouch. <laughs> It was like that. It was like he'd been blown into a, a, the foyer of a reception and they'd said, we just need a quick picture. He looked awful. 
And it's not cheap to go in that booklet, to go in the London Mayor booklet, because there's one, um, it tells you who's, because who's, you have to pay to go in the booklet. And then it tells you who hasn't paid, who I was very interested in. Yeah. And there was like three oh, people. How degrading. Yeah, but one of them's called, um, one of them's doing that very fun thing, which always happens at a British election where you just get somebody funny. Um, and he's called Count Binface, which I I would like to have seen in the booklet. I <laughs> would like to have I wonder seen why it. he. I wonder how he came across the name Count Binface. <laughs> <laughs> well, Count is a very very underused. Um, uh, what do you call it? What do you call it when it's Mister, Mrs, Doctor, Ms? Title. I can't remember the title. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> it's a very underused title, Count. So I, I like oh. that he's got Count, like Count Van Hepp. Von Hepp. I mean, that, I that's... I told you that we've had the discussion that Dutch on our food shop has put in a joke title and he did it ages ago. And now they're like, yes, hello, Lord Bevelo. And they always <laughs> like, they're like, good morning, your lordship. And I'm, I'm like, oh my God. Oh, that's wonderful. And I now we're past the point doctor. of no return. We can't change yeah, it now. No, you can't go, look, we lied there. We're not a real lord. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were going to say doctor and then, you know, it's all fun and games, isn't it? Until somebody goes, quick, get Dr. Bevelo. There's somebody's <laughs> collapsed by the cottage cheese. And then suddenly, oh. <laughs> He'd be useless in an emergency. He'd be yeah. absolutely useless. He'd be very good. I, he'd be very good for convalescing. That's Dutch's area, I believe. Maybe What's not. Maybe convalescing. Just, well, you know, when you were in recovery afterwards. Oh, he'd be very good. Oh, good. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, reading you little little passages from from lovely books and and fluffing your pillows and that sort oh, of thing. Oh, he'd be very, very, yeah. very good at that. He'd be a lovely nurse. He'd be an absolute. No, no, no. He oh, can't. No, he no, can't no. handle. He can't handle any type of blood, cut, graze, anything sure. like that. Oh, fine. I think I'd be a terrific nurse. I yeah. actually think I would, like, when people say, oh, what would you do if you weren't a spray tan? I'm like, I would be a nurse. Yeah. Yeah, I think you would be good. Very firm but fair. Matron firm but von fair. Hepp. No nonsense. Get it done. Yeah. Matron von Hepp doing the rounds. Look lively. <laughs> Sit up straight. Pull that uniform down. <laughs> Is this the Get right that size for you? <laughs> yeah. Are these scrubs? Do these scrubs? Can we nip them in at the waist, please? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't got this in a green, have you? <laughs> yes. We specifically said no jewellery. No, I need these. No, I need to have these jewellery. This is my chakra these, stone. <laughs> the, these sent to me. That's different. <laughs> They're essential. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So I, so on Monday, right, I think you'll enjoy this. On Monday was my first wedding of the year. Yes, right? I saw this on yep. the gram. Let's talk yep. about it. So it's my first wedding of the year. It was, it was so lovely, but it was a long way. It was a long way. And quite often when I take a booking, I don't really pay much attention to where the wedding is because I'm just like, oh, well, I'll figure that out nearer the time. Um, and they'd right. very kindly, yeah, <laughs> they'd very kindly put me up. Th- so I knew accommodation was arranged, which was yeah. lovely. I had the best raspberry mini croissant 
I've ever had in my life. God knows you've eaten a lot. Absolutely. God knows I've set, I've sampled them all. It was only when I was uh, complimenting Julia, the venue owner, about the croissant. She said, they're vegan. I said, Julia, <laughs> I cannot believe it. I can't what? believe it. <laughs> I've been duped. <laughs> I said, no butter. You mean it's not all butter? <laughs> yeah. God, it was gorgeous. But I had this, so I had this really, really long drive to do there and back. And on the way back, I drove back on Monday. Oh my gosh, the weather on Monday was biblical. It was rain. I mean, it was a gale and it followed me. It followed, the weather followed me. I brought the weather home with me. It followed me all the way. So it was tense. Anyway, driving there, it was lovely sunshine. And I was driving along and, you know, I was like, oh, I need to stop. I need to stop. And you know how you start, you start sort of edging your bets, don't you, on the service station? You're like, hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, that one's got a Leon. No, I'm going to push on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold Are you a fan out. of a stop on a long drive? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'll stop I'm as, such yeah. a straight through crew oh, person. I knew you would be Johnny's. Johnny's, I would stop. I'd stop on the hour, every hour. It doesn't bother no, me at all. bear it. I'm like, just <laughs> come on. That's what I was like on the way home in the weather. I was like, I'm not getting out in this. I just got home. But um, st- anyway, I was like, no, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I was holding out for an M&S. Oh my gosh, Jules. I pulled in, pulled into this service station. It had it all. Right, this service station, this is what it had. We're not talking about Gloucester services, which gets no. heavily referenced. No, sadly, that was not on the way. I could, that would have Where been were a, you? I was in Shrew, near Shrewsbury. I was Ooh, right, nice. yeah, just inside of Wales. I went past the sign. So this service station, it had a Nando's, it had a Pizza Express, it had a Greg's, it had McDonald's. It Greg's. Had, it, had, <laughs> it had Leon. Marks and Spencers, WH Smith, Chow Main, whatever that is, Starbucks, it had West Country Pasty, it had them all. Right, all of them in I've one service station. I've never seen Nando's in a service station. I know, I know. Well, I couldn't believe my eyes either, but there it was, rising up in front of me. Anyway, and what did you go for? I went, <laughs> I did go for a, a Greg's cheese and uh, salad baguette. And then I went, I, I just went wild in the aisles at M&S. Just went absolutely wild. Yeah, I just couldn't stop. <laughs> yeah, I bought it all. I bought the lot in Marks and Spencers. I did think about a West Country pasty uh, potato wedge, but then I thought, no, come on, Sarah, come on. That's anyway, not. when I came out, I didn't realise that when you came out of, the service station, you could go the right way or the wrong way. You know how normally you just rejoin the motorway. This was not that. And so I... Oh, Sarah. <laughs> I went spectacularly the wrong way and then had to get off at the next junction. This is this is motorway that I've already driven down, but went the wrong way again and had to drive back up basically 25 minutes later. I spent 25 <laughs> minutes driving up and down the wrong bit of the motorway and then 25 minutes later the services rose once again in front of me i was like oh my god what a total waste of time to be fair sarah to be fair i have just started having to long distance drive again because i Mm. I, like i was thinking of you actually i've been quite a bit of a nervous driver getting back into it yeah 
Um, and I had something really similar happen to me. I missed the junction, which is not like me at all. No. Ended up, I ended up like in London and I was like, oh God, oh, because God. there was just no other junction. I was like, what am I doing in Walthamstow? I had to turn around and get back out. But it is, I think like, because we're just not used to long distance driving. Yeah, we're just used yeah. to tootling to the shop and back. That's, That's it. You it. Know, you're lucky if you get into fifth. You oh, know what I mean? I'm fifth? You must be joking. I'm lucky if I get past third. <laughs> so yeah, like yeah. I think the nation, yeah. it's a nation of U-turning at the moment. Yeah, it is. It's a nation of getting in a mess, isn't it? <laughs> oh, that was it. Oh, we should have come off there. It's that. <laughs> In every car. Oh my gosh. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now, will we do a bit of correspondence? Yes, let's. Oh, I must say that my vegan pick and mix arrived yes. from West London Pick and Mix. Oh my God. It's hard not to eat the whole bag in one sitting. It's it very really hard. Is. The stars with the sprinkles on are most exemplary. Most exemplary. I've they're been the jazzies. Really... Pardon? They're, the j- they're, the, they're called the jazzies. I thought that was some co- sort of embellished wax that you can get. <laughs> so I have had a lovely DM from Tanya. Right, this is coming from Tanya. Hi, Sarah. I'm a new-ish listener within the last two years. I'm listening to old episode, great distraction on my long runs. Anyway, an episode I listened to the other day was you saying how much you and your sister love maternity clothes and that a pair of jeans with an elastic waist is the dream. I had a good giggle and thought now you're pregnant, you'll get to enjoy all the maternity clothes. So isn't that wonderful? <laughs> isn't that absolutely lovely? Because yeah, my sister and I always, whenever we went shopping, anything we picked up, we were like, oh, this is nice. It was always maternity. 
always, it was always a dress with large pockets, something that came out, you know, fully came out. It was always maternity. And yes, Tanya, thank you for reminding me of that. And I really have, I really have filled my boots of late in the old maternity section. And I have to say, there is something really nice about um, trying a dress on and my instant reaction is always, oh my gosh, what am I going to do about my tummy? And with maternity dresses, you just, oh my gosh, you just fill your boots. It's like, oh, it doesn't matter. In fact, if anything, this is the feature we're enhancing through this, which is lovely. That's a real treat for me, actually. Well, enjoy yourself with it yeah. all day. Oh, believe enjoy me, yourself. darling, I am. Um, I just have to do a, a shout out to Jackie Chesterton. And this has really made me giggle in the Facebook group. I was so sure no one else would be in the building's basement laundrette at nearly midnight, so I turned this week's podcast on to listen and giggle again. Well, of course, now there's one other person in here, a middle-aged man, and I'm just pretending it's completely normal to listen to a podcast about Playboy-sized boobs and lint chocolate Easter eggs in the laundry in the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> what a journey she's sure. on. What a journey. And I bet he saw her and thought, oh, I was going to chance it down here. I just want to listen to my true crime podcast <laughs> undisturbed and do my laundry. Um, okay, this is coming in from lovely Ella. I've just been for a walk and listened to the latest episode of the podcast. I couldn't get over Dave the cat, his burial towel and plot having been picked and having to sit on a hot water bottle. The guy in the post office looked concerned and asked me if I was okay. And I didn't realise until I got home that I had tears of laughter that had caused my mascara to run down my face. Hope oh you have, I have laughed, it's the most I've laughed all week. Hope you have a fabulous weekend. That's somebody going... Are you okay? I did that actually to the mother of the bride. I thought she was really emotional when she got up to do her reading. So I said, oh, do you want a tissue? And she went, no, I can't stop laughing. I was like, okay, fine, sure. <laughs> Crack on. <laughs> Port Secret, we adore you getting in touch. Please do get in the Facebook group. Yes. God, it's fantastic in there. It's wonderful. Uh, it is the Port Salut crew on Facebook there. So do do bob yourself in there and we will give out the address at the end of the podcast. But Sheila and Ken, they're in. Ken and Sheila are in their new house. And I have to say, when I've spoken to Sheila, she's absolutely thrilled to be reunited with all of her kitchenware. She says, yeah. I, she, I was on the phone and she was cooking dinner and she kept saying, she was like, God, I've missed this baking tray. God, I've missed my whisk. <laughs> Oh, have I told you how much I've missed these knives? I was like, okay, okay. Um, something that they are really learning pretty fast is that there's not enough plug sockets in this house. And dads have to be in and out of that garage. I keep hearing, get that extension lead. We need another extension lead. <laughs> there's not enough extension in the world. I keep hearing Ken unravelling extension leads and all this kind of thing. Um, she's really struggling with the configuration of certain artefacts within the house. Yeah. Um, things are being hung at random angles. She was like, but whenever you're on the phone to them, Sarah, you can hear the other one shuffling about. Like, it's <laughs> yes. not a still, quiet noise. They're just unpacking boxes constantly and moving from room to room. So the, yeah. the gentle... Of Ken's slippers <laughs> moving around is just 
so sweet. Um, um, but there is something that Ken's having difficulty with. <laughs> Poor Ken has not got his bearings um, for going to the bathroom in the middle of the night. So he keeps walking into walls. He keeps like oh, bumping no. his, He keeps oh. stubbing his toe. He oh, can't work dear. out. Because... He can't work out whether to go to their ensuite, which is across the bed and through. Now, Sheila's really upgraded through a walk-in wardrobe and into the bathroom. Oh, very good. I wouldn't. No, no. I don't think Ken banging about in the night in a, no, in a walking and, and wardrobe I'm, is I've the said one. No, that's not safe. <laughs> but then the other bathroom that's closer to him, <laughs> the door is next door to the stairs. And Dad's like, what if I miss it? I'm going oh down them God. stairs. <laughs> He needs a stair gate. Ken needs a stair gate. I said, I said you need little lights. You need lights yeah. that plug in that can just guide you. Because in the house that they were staying in, in the, in the halfway house, in, in, in the equestrian centre, it was automated lights in bathrooms. So Dad just got up and it lit up and he was kind of like, it was quite a biblical Moses crossing the water, lighting right. up. Yeah. So Dad's actually, he's just... He's not adjusting well. So I'm actually going to order him some little, a little light for the hallway, just at night, so he yeah. can make it there. Just, <laughs> just... Like on an aeroplane, like yeah. that lights down the aisle. <laughs> so poor Ken, poor yeah. Ken. He's, suddenly, he's so busy getting out extension needs in the day and in the night is just oh, walking God. into things. I think in the meantime, he needs some sort of, you know, like a sandbag at the top of the stairs. So if he bumps, you know, if he tries to walk, uh, maybe he could, that could send him actually over. No, well, no, I said you're you right. Well, I you need a torch. I said, and he said, <laughs> I've tried, he was like, I've tried a torch, but it's too bright. I can't get back yeah. to sleep with the torch light. I think he keeps turning it on in his face. Yeah, you, you're absolutely right. He needs the, the floor light. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is just the light relief we needed because um, Portsley Crew, I'm very, very sorry to have to say that oh. unfortunately, unfortunately, Dave the Cat has passed on. Dave the Cat is no longer with us. Dave the Cat died last weekend very peacefully at home um, outside in the sunshine. He was lying there and he gently oh, slipped away. Oh, what a away. nice place to yeah, pass. It was actually. Because mum was like, oh gosh. Hopefully he wasn't watching do... June chalk, out, chalk, it, no. chalk his spot out. <laughs> oh, that's so nice for Dave. Bless Dave. Yeah, oh, I know. I know. Do you know what? They've, been, they, they've surprised themselves how upset they've been. Because he has been, I mean, Dave the cat has been in the house since they moved in, which is a long time now. You know, I think it's a good like... God, I think it's a good 15 years or so that mum and dad have been in that house. It might be longer. Um, you know, it's been a really, yeah, and he's always sort of been there hanging around. But mum was like, oh, would you think we need to take him to the vet? And then Gail, the gardener, was like, no, if you take him to the vet, they'll want to keep him alive and he'll be all uncomfortable and they'll charge you a fortune, you know. And he didn't, it would have been horrible for him because, you know, he's just a very, I mean, he's 21. June's, he's 154 in cat years. I mean, he's really old. He's a very, very old cat. But yeah, bless him. You know, Dave, I mean, Dave became a bit of an icon. 
actually. Yeah. He was a real, you know, he was very much his own man. Um, I mean, you know, he saw the sun I identified house. with Dave. Yeah, we had a of lot ways. of moments. You know, he was, he was iconic. He was, he was, a, I mean, he was an absolute grade A diva at times, actually. He became yeah. quite the, uh, quite the local celebrity around those parts. He really saw the summer house as his own. June would really struggle of an evening to get him to come out so she could lock up, you know. Who could forget the uh, tap dancing claws, of course, that would get yes, too long. Course. Yeah, and that you'd hear him coming from three rooms away. And um, perhaps my favourite Dave story <laughs> is that at home he refused to eat anything that wasn't a very, very specific flavour and brand of Sheba. So when Mum was going on holiday and took him to the cattery, she took a bin bag full of these this cat food only 10 days later to be given it all back saying he absolutely would eat whatever we put in front of him june so he had played june like a fiddle <laughs> yes. oh, oh my gosh yeah his little paws well, rest trying in to get peace, in dave. absolutely lovely gorgeous dave really really gorgeous dave um, in other news with June, she sent a picture of an awful perfume bottle yesterday. I don't know where she'd found that. She said she'd found it at the back of a cupboard and did anybody want it? I said, June, I mean, it was like, it was like a prop. It was like a film prop, for, you know, if it's sort of Did Ursula. anybody want it? No, did anybody June. want it? I said, June, oh, I said, I'll, I said, June, it'd be perfect for Sarah's jumble sale. I'll bob it on the jumble sale. She said, no, absolutely not. I can't remember who gave it to me. And what if they're following you? <laughs> fair. Fair yeah, comment. Yeah, so that was fair enough. Yeah. Um, will we do a bit of news from the north? Yes, let's. Now, mine comes from, uh, again, BBC. I love the BBC news. I'm yeah. really leaning into it. <laughs> mainly because... Mainly because on my turf, on you know the Yorkshire, the Yorkshire northeast side, Newton North, it's a bit grim at the moment. It is a bit grim. So yeah, I'm yeah, really, yeah. I'm really leaning international news. Yes. Um, <laughs> Rayadar, Rayadar man uncovers long lost golf course during lockdown. Now Rayadar oh. is in Wales, so this is a little bit of a Welsh news. Um, Many of us have taken on lockdown projects during the past year or so, redecorating the house, painting that garden fence, or even clearing out the attic. But few of us will have used our time to try and uncover a long lost golf course. I'm betting, I'm betting this guy's retired. That's exactly what Chris Powell did when he started clearing Bracken on common land near Rayader in Powers. I was told by one of my friends that I had lost my mind up here, but I quite enjoyed it, <laughs> said Mr. Powell. The nine-hole course in mid-Wales was designed in the 1920s by Dr. Alistair Mackenzie, known in golfing circles as the course architect. Dr. Mackenzie was responsible for some of the world's most famous courses, including Augusta National Golf Course in Georgia, where the U.S. Masters is held, and Pebble Beach in California, which hosts a U.S. PGA Tour events each year. Gosh. His course in Rayada hadn't been used for decades until Mr. Powell started to clear the bracken <laughs> that had taken over. Can I, can I just say, Mr. Powell, no relation. Can I just say that? No relation. I don't know anything no about him and his I didn't bracken. even put two and two together. Lol. <laughs> um, 
I'd always known about it. I came up as a kid on my pony and I'd seen a couple of the old greens but didn't really know where many of them were, he said. Over the last year, I've probably spent the best part of a thousand hours up here, either playing or cutting or doing something. I came up most evenings in the summer. We were locked down and there was nothing else to do. A bit insulting to your wife. So I came up and I usually have one club, one ball and a sickle for cutting the bracken down where I'd lost my ball. And Mr. Powell has made a difference and you can see the tees and the greens and get an idea of how the course would have looked. Putting on the greens would be difficult, if not impossible, but Mr. Powell has found some of the original holes with metal cups still inside. He didn't do all the clearing with the scythe in his golf bag. He took a ride on lawnmower up the mountain and had some help from the area's most populous inhabitants. The grass has never been long because it's been greased by sheep. Uh, so really, the only problem was the old dead bracken in certain times of the year. In the summer, the bracken grows very high and it is almost unplayable. It can be chest high in places. In 1991, Welshman Ian Woosnam, <laughs> also from Powers, won the Masters at the Augusta National Golf Club. Mackenzie designed Augusta in 1931, but uh, in the pre in the preceding decade, was responsible for plotting courses big and small across the UK, including the course at Ryder in 1925. John Llewellyn runs the Golf's Missing Links website, which lists more than 2,000 golf courses that have been lost either to nature or development. Mackenzie's names are on the plans that we've seen with his description of the course and the routing of the course um, and the yardages of the holes, said Mr. Llewellyn, so it's pretty evident that he was here all the time. Mr. Llewellyn said that views over the Elan Valley made it spectacular, of course, although its distance from the nearest town of Raider would have made it difficult to get to. Mr. Powell is planning on holding a charity round of goals at the course, in inverted commas, to raise money for the NHS. I think it's probably how golf was originally intended to be played. Peter Alice often used to make a big thing of his commentary at the Augusta was not how golf was intended to be played in the early days. And this is probably a lot more like it. Well, so lovely. Oh my gosh, absolutely. I mean, he's sitting on a gold mine there. Presumably, does he own the land? Sorry if I missed that there. That, or is he just... That, that key, key yeah. detail yeah. has not been <laughs> because discussed. I imagine I somebody's I... going to go, hang on a minute, this is my land and I shall put up a cafe and make my fortune. I think what we should really focus on is uh, Chris Powell on his sit-on lawnmower going up that mountain. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know what this mountain needs. Yeah, I'm Ooh. off. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Go in, <Now>, win. <laughs> for my news from the north has come from the Lancashire and Morecambe citizen. Now, I have to apologise in advance for my appalling pronunciation. Right, and you'll that will become very clear very shortly. Um, I'm delighted to say it is a topical news from the North um, because it's about today's voting, right? It's about the election. Oh my God, this is fresh off the press. It, uh, it was published on the 5th yesterday. I did not notice rude graffiti, says election candidate Tiger Patel. Okay. An election candidate renowned for producing some 
entertaining election campaign videos, said he did not realise there was rude graffiti at the end of his latest release. Altaf Patel, known as many in the area as Tiger Patel, released a campaign video ahead of the local elections in Blackburn with Darwin. He is standing for the Conservative Party in the Audley and Queen's Park ward in the borough. In the video, which was shared first this afternoon, he can be seen walking to the Tabideli Iri song, made famous by Imran Khan's Pakistan election campaign. Mr Patel is seen walking through the playground and points out a broken swing. He then walks up some steps onto a slide and raises his hands Nixon style. The camera pans out and rude graffiti, the word suck and oh, a gosh. drawing of a penis can be seen perfectly <laughs> positioned on the slide in front of him. Some oh, bang people, on my kind of humour this. Some people have said it was done on purpose as a signal to the establishment. Speaking to us on Wednesday afternoon, he joked, I honestly did not realise it was there. It was a genuine mistake. The person <laughs> filming it did not see it either. It only came out, uh, uh, came to our attention after we sent it out. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not bothered about it one bit. It was just an error. The video is one of several Tiger Patel has shared on his WhatsApp during the campaign. This is the second time Mr Patel is contested an election. Later, Julian Arnold, chairman of the Blackburn Conservative Association, said, at the end of the day, when Tiger did the video, he didn't notice the fruity graffiti, but that says it all for us. Mr Patel added, I made a video, I made a video two times in Longton Street. It's worse and worse every time. The council said it's no funding, no money, just about £5,000 to change everything, but they say no money. And how can I believe it? They have no £5,000 because we pay council tax £140 every month. Every year it rises and rises and rises. And he goes on and on and on in a very impassioned speech um, there about exactly why there is no money. Some of his policies, just showing some of his policies. Um, Jules, would you like a hypothetical question? Yes, please. Jules, what would be the first few things you would try if you found out you were completely impervious, which I just wanted to use the word impervious, to physical harm. So you can't feel pain, you can't damage yourself physically. What would you like to have a go of? Well, I always say, actually, I have a high pain threshold and I do mm. think that that is part of being a gay man. We're just good with pain, okay? Oh, my God. Um, but <sighs> I do think, I think I'd... I mean, hot coals instantly sprung to mind. Sure, yeah, um, yeah. Part of me just was like, maybe a vice. Would I die if I was <laughs> run over? Vice! I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it's death. It's surely... No, but, yeah, because yeah. if it's just pain, like if someone ran over my leg... I'd break yeah. my leg. Yeah, but I don't think you would because you can't have physical harm. You can't come to physical harm. Oh, I'd definitely be... I'd, I'd want a lorry to go over me then. Oh, Let's see darling. what that's all about. Well, I, reckon, I reckon I'd love this. Yeah. <laughs> Drive over me again. Drive over me again. <laughs> oh, my God. I reckon I'd have so much fun. Also, I think maybe I'd maybe I'd then move into big cat territory. Oh, oh, the mauling. <laughs> yeah, that's 
friends with the animals. Okay, yes, I see. <laughs> How nice. How fun. <laughs> what would you say? Oh, gosh. Well, you know, I'm always hopeless with this sort of thing. I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? Because I don't really... Nothing really appeals. Like, I don't really want to be driven over, truth be told. What about know. fire breathing? Would you have a go at that? Yeah, yeah, I'd have a go at that. Sure, yeah. Eating. I'll do anything with food. I'll eat things. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Portsley crew, we adore you for listening. We love you so much. Please, please do write to us. The correspondence, we just, honestly, we get so excited when it arrives on the mat. The address, if you want to write to us, is... The Portsloo Crew HQ. P.O. Box. 66747. London. NW5. 9GH. And if you've never written to us before... Write to us. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> no, no, no pressure. <laughs> write to us. We would love to hear from you. If, if you've listened to the podcast, even if you've only listened to it a couple of times, write to us because we would love to hear from you. Um, we do always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? It's an affirmation caller. And actually, Portslough Crew, this comes from a little something something that I'm working on at the moment. So Ooh. if you do fancy, if you do fancy a nice new follow on Instagram, do give Optimistic Rays a little follow there. Um, approach life with vulnerability, honesty, and positivity. Remember, you are in control. Yes! Yes! Very, very, very good. Um, we adore you for listening and we will see you next time. Bye! Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.